From the movie house to your widescreen at home, Radio 111's Going to the Cinema and the streaming services on Flicks and Picks with Brian Mendoza. So grab your popcorn and beverage of choice and step into our screening room for our weekly forum on film. Now, here's Brian. The most highly anticipated film of the winter season is, or even of 2022, is Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Hi, this is Brian Mendoza, and today we're going to talk about this film, Wakanda Forever. I am really excited. I have not been excited for a film in such a long time in terms of anticipation because Honestly, of all the Marvel projects, I thought, you know what, Wakanda Forever will be the one that is guaranteed to be pretty good. So I do want to talk about Phase 4 because this is the end of Phase 4. And I want to say this, Phase 4 has been a mixed bag. It is a lot of creative ideas and a lot of like risks and not all of them paid off. I do want to say that I like the fact that they decided to bring in characters like She-Hulk and taking a big risk into the multiverse, but it doesn't always work out. And I do want to say that I am happy that it ends with Black Panther Wakanda Forever because this is a very strong film to end on. And I do think that I actually think it might even have a chance at another Best Picture nomination for the MCU after the original Black Panther. Now, Black Panther, for those of you who don't remember, is the first superhero slash comic book film to be nominated for best picture at the academy awards and i really thought it deserved it i thought it deserved to be one of the first if not the first i really enjoyed it and i thought it was a strong film in a very strong year 2018 had a lot of good competition i really liked that year in movies roma and you know black klansman those were really good movies the favorite is still a great movie that is still a great movie and we are not going to fight against that (laughs) and i still think green book was a bit of a hack movie i i praised it a lot in my initial review but now it's you know looking back at it it's like it didn't deserve to win best picture i get why people enjoyed it but i you know I still think it's good, but it didn't deserve Best Picture, certainly not over more revolutionary fare like Black Panther. And even then, I wouldn't even give Best Picture to Black Panther just because I would have given it to Roma. But moving on from that, I think Black Panther Wakanda Forever has a very good chance of being another sequel that gets nominated for Best Picture. I'm hoping so. If not, there are other nominations that this movie can definitely tackle. But we'll get into those in just a moment. Now, Black Panther Wakanda Forever is sort of like a very strong piece on grief and moving on and picking up the pieces. And I think that that is a good place to end the uh, phase four because phase four is sort of like the phase where characters have to pick up the pieces like um, WandaVision. It's about Wanda essentially moving on with her life without vision. And then, you know, of course, Doctor Strange 2 kind of came in and ruined that but it is about characters moving on and making decisions that they ordinarily have would not have made in other superhero works especially in phase one or two where characters were still sort of fighting off their own villains and then thanos came and so i appreciate the fact that this film is about moving on and especially considering that the main plot of the film is shuri uh king t'challa's sister sort of 
coming to terms with her brother's death, but also coming to terms with the fact that one day she might have to lead the nation of Wakanda, and maybe one day she'll have to like take on certain responsibilities that that her brother unfortunately couldn't get to. And it is a film about this woman sort of trying to navigate her own feelings. And then, of course, you have the actual story, which is, you know, the Wakandians' war with the with Namor and his people. And the thing about it is that Namor is a very compelling villain. It's another case of the Black Panther franchise or Black Panther corner of the MCU continually bringing on complex, thoughtful villains who really have like their own moral principles and who really are engaging on their own. To the point that you almost want Killmonger and Namor to have their own movies, even though unfortunately, in the case of Killmonger, we won't probably get to see a whole movie of his. But Namor, you know, who knows? Who knows where we can take that character? But the thing about it is that the MCU has had a lot of good conversations about moving on and grief, and that this film is about those things and along with conversations about nationalism and what resources and what happens to countries with folks of color like countries with marginalized groups when they become dominant in their own countries what happens when people try to steal their resources you know when does it become possible to still want to help the larger world but still be protective of your own people knowing the marginalization that the rest of the world gives towards people that look like you it's complex it's politics are very thoughtful i think that there's a lot there to unpack and i'm not going to get too much into spoilers but i also wanted to bring on how it's just a case of villains and heroes becoming a little bit more uh, complicated this time around it's not just you know cheesy heartbreaking like um i'm gonna say this like backstory you know a lot of these characters in the recent marvel films they have cheesy backstories for the villains so they can come across as complex without giving them much more of a moral stance like oh this character you know he's going around killing people but he but he had a tragic backstory which is like a little ridiculous because when I look back at something like Thor Love and Thunder, I'm like, okay, well, that's that'd be a little cheesy movie. You can stop movie. But in this case, they do have a very good very good backstory for No More, and they do a really good job of like giving his actual morals and tying it in with the backstory that it doesn't feel out of place that someone who went through these bad things would eventually end up with this philosophy i think that's really thoughtful that the film you know still is not is willing to critique the philosophy of its villain but also give it some you know grace and i think that that's what i liked about namor's you know villainy in this film a little bit more than killmonger's because in the original film killmonger's policy was almost critiqued universally by the actual material and so i love black panther don't get me wrong i think that movie is great i just think that in this case the villain is given a little bit more to do especially considering that Donoch Huerta is such a great actor he is a wonderful actor I think he's gonna get more roles and I hope that you know Marvel or Disney pick him up for more stuff even if it isn't for more no more it's gonna be 
it has to be for something like an animated movie or a live action film. I think that there has to be filmmakers out there that are interested in him because he is very good. I like the world of his people. I really thought that it was one of those things where like he is a compelling villain and just the fact that this is a world like the Wakandian world and Namor's country, they are they are both like I'm gonna say this very very compelling like world building the world building in this universe or this part of the universe is very well done wakanda and talokan have their own culture and they have their own like language and it's done in a way that's inspired but not appropriative of but inspired by actual real world cultures in the case of uh talokan it's actually based on you know, Mayan cultures and Wakanda is based on a lot of West African nations. So I'm really excited to say that this is a film that does a really good job of respecting the cultures of the people that it's creating its world of. The world building is amazing. So if you're not into this for the superhero aspect, go into it for the world building. It is very good. It's basically, in my opinion, like a movie about two nations coming to terms with their own differences with each other their own similarities but also just having to unfortunately fight each other despite common goals and common desires for the protection of their people now i want to talk really a lot about the things that unfortunately happened in real life which is chadwick boseman's death now chadwick boseman's death posed a very very difficult process for this movie this movie was going to be made to be about uh king t'challa and his like you know like his growth after the snap in avengers endgame his character being able to move on several years later and the fact that king t'challa just is struggling like he would struggle a lot in this supposed sequel that we never got to have but his character is no longer alive in this in this movie, just like his actor. And it's it is very difficult. It's very painful because it's it's a real person. So I thought this movie did a really amazing job of being a respectful tribute to Chadwick Boseman, especially considering that he he was a late bloomer as an actor. He started gaining more and more roles in his 40s. And unfortunately, he passed away before he can even you know, get even more famous roles. He, I think at this point, if he was still alive, he would have been an Oscar winner or at least an, another Oscar nominee. He is such a great actor. I know he got nominated for Ma Rainey, but I think if he was still alive, he would have had another nomination by now. He is so amazing, and I thought he is iconic. This The original Black Panther hit such a chord with black audiences, but especially black boys who saw themselves, you know, in T'Challa. I saw videos of, like, black boys, you know, holding funerals for their toys because they really loved T'Challa, and they just really connected with this character, and it was really moving. This movie is so beautiful at how it talks about death and i think that that is what's going to really make it one of the best films of the year 
is that it really is a respectful, thoughtful film throughout. This this film does not have the horrible, badly timed jokes of previous Marvel films. This film wants to take itself seriously. Of course it has humor, but it's humor that makes sense for the work and it doesn't deviate from it. Like Thor Love and Thunder literally had a storyline about cancer in it. And yet they decided to make you know a bunch of jokes that were just inappropriate around it. And it's like Really, like you had, a, you have a famous actor who got who literally died from cancer, and you have a movie that talks about cancer, and you're just gonna put jokes like, no, that's like really gross. But you know, Thor, uh, Thor: Love and Thunder, of course, didn't have anything to do with Chadwick, but it's just the fact that this franchise just couldn't take that subject matter seriously. It looks bad. You know, I think it looks bad. But in the case of Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, they don't talk about cancer. They do talk about, you know, they basically have to recreate, in a sense, um, I'm not going to say too much about it, but like recreate some circumstances in order to make sense why maybe performances read a certain way when you watch the movie and so i do appreciate them respectfully doing a really good job of incorporating elements of chadwick's real death especially the fact that no one knew beforehand no one knew beforehand he was going to die and he was reading the script for part two but then he passed away and i appreciate chadwick for still being committed to working on the film as much as possible and unfortunately, he didn't film anything for this movie, but still, they were respectful enough of incorporating a little bit of him in this film. It is such, it, it is so good. It is so moving. And I got to say, if there's two performances you got to watch out for in this film are Leticia Wright as Shuri, who she gets lost in her technology and she's just so good. Shuri is, is such a wonderful character. And, you know, Leticia Wright, you know, I wish sometimes she would have not done some of the things she did. I'm going to be real. I think she didn't have to be an anti-vaxxer the way she was. She didn't have to make the set more complicated. But outside of that, I think she gives a great performance. And I'm and I hope to see more of her later on. I know that there has been some backstage issues, but she is such a good actress. And I hope to see more of her. And I really loved Angela Bassett's performance as the queen. She is amazing she is going to get an oscar nomination or at least should get an oscar nomination because she gives a performance that is so riveting and so powerful it's regal it's emotional it's vulnerable like i just love angela bassett in this movie and just the fact that there are other actors in this movie that just give more depth to their character danae garara she is so good as a courier she is one of the um Dora Milajai, who are these like a um, team of warrior women that serve the king or queen of Wakanda. She is so good in this part, and I am so excited to see more of her later on. I also want to say, you know, Dominique Thor is so good as Riri Williams, aka Ironheart. I want to see her in her Disney Plus show, so that's my hope is that you know she does really well i'm just excited to see all the spinoffs and all the things that will happen after this film wakanda is going to have there's going to be a wakanda series there's going to be an iron heart series so i am really excited to see how these things are going about and i want to see more of this world i think wakanda is the most exciting most lively most lived world that of the mcu has provided 
this is the this is a world that I literally want to stay in. It's amazing. I think that they know how to incorporate things. That they know how to really like incorporate like African culture. And I just think these this world is just so engaging. And and the people in it are interesting. Like even though we don't get to see a lot of him in this movie, Winston Duke's performance as Mbaku is so good. I want to see more of him. Please, please. I hope the Wakanda Shell features him as one of the leads because he deserves a lot. I love Winston Duke. He is great. I think he's marvelous in this movie. There's just so many like great performances that just so many to list and i can't give too much away because you just gotta go see this movie i think this is a great movie about grief i think that the action sequences are far better this time around and i think that the cgi the cgi is so much more improved i know they had a last minute change last time and the the cgi performance of black panther in hindsight wasn't so bad in my opinion but it you know, it kind of took you away from the movie a little bit, but not this time. The CGI is really much better this time around. Ryan Coogler does everything he can to really make this a tribute to his friend Chadwick Boseman, but he also makes it just a strong film with a political message, strong, you know, thoughtful, emotional, character-driven storyline. It's just so amazing how much he incorporates in this film he talks about so many subjects and yet he is just able to you know go from making like these indie independent movies to making something as big as this he definitely he definitely made a big movie again black panther was his biggest film now this one he expanded he went further and i think black panther wakanda forever is on par with the original black panther and i'm excited to say that black panther wakanda forever is not only one of the best films of the mcu but one of the best films of the genre i think the superhero genre could benefit from more movies like black panther and black panther wakanda forever and i really wish that marvel would really just get more directors who want more of these parts you know i know that they oftentimes grab great new talent and they just put them in marvel stuff but I hope that in the future, Marvel's able to match directors with creative projects like this in the future. Because Ryan Coogler and Black Panther, that's a match made in heaven. And it's really amazing how he is able to do so much with these with this world. And that I really encourage people to go support this film because it's not only one of the best films of the year but also one of the best films in the mcu it's also in my opinion a great time for afrofuturist work because this uh this month we have this film but next month we have kindred which i do want to talk about i do want to talk about kindred which is an afrofuturist work that's being adapted into a television series so i'm very excited about that and so hey you should just go see black panther wakanda forever black panther wakanda forever is on par with its first film it's amazing it's thoughtful about grief and emotions it's a very heartwarming heck even heartbreaking tribute to chadwick boseman chadwick would be very proud to have this film pay tribute to him Letitia Wright, Angela Bassett give great, amazing performances. Angela Bassett should win an Oscar for her performance here. It is so good. And, well, you know what? This film is just brilliant. 
I loved it. I really hope that you go see it. And if you're not a fan of the superhero genre, give this film a chance. There are plenty of people who don't like superhero movies that love the Black Panther movies. These are more than just those films. They are intelligent, smart, and emotionally driven films that will touch your heart and lead you into a magical world of Wakanda. Stay tuned for more reviews. Oh.